Better on Draft fans, we truly appreciate you joining us each and every week as we go over the news and interview someone from the industry. If you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and review it. Helps us get our word out. Also, take this time to go to our Facebook and like it. Check out the daily lulls for lunch that Matt posts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The name for all three is Better on Draft. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for video of every episode, youtube.com forward slash better on draft, as well as check out our untapped page for what we drank each and every Friday night under the name Bod Podcast. Also, you can watch us live and chat with us while we are live at twitch.tv forward slash Bod Podcast every Friday from 7 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern. And no matter what you think of our show, we think it's better on draft. The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, Matt, and Angela. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 143. I turned you off. I have everyone off right now. Nobody's on right now. The show is my show. This is better on draft. I actually started doing a bunch of looking at older videos and older songs, older podcasts, and I never realized I start with the same inflection every single week, the same saying, you know, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Like, like it's the exact same thing to where I couldn't differentiate between any episode until like, it, like I named the episode. So it was this crazy <laughs> thing of like, listen, first of all, I hate the sound of my voice. Oh yeah. Oh, so, oh my God. <laughs> I would never have known that. That like well so as as much as you're laughing, like a lot of people are like, Oh, you have a very nice speaking voice, you have a very nice presenting voice. I'm like, No, I hate my voice. I hate like I don't mind talking. There's a difference. I don't mind talking. Yeah. I just don't like the sound of my voice. I've listened to myself only like a handful of times on this show. Like downloaded the show. I never listened to the freaking show. I, I can't I, listen I, yeah. to myself. So I I hate myself on the microphone whenever I talk on this freaking show. Do you guys have voice? Do you guys have like a voicemail, like a custom voicemail? I have to for work. Um, I just have it where it just says my name if you call my work voicemail, and that's it. Do you leave voicemails? All the time. Oh, man. And I hate my voice. I right? do. Especially when I have to do the playback and listen to myself. I'm like, son of a bitch, I suck on this. So it's like, I suck on yeah, this. Yeah, I know. That sounds really bad. That's Well, no. It's just the fact that, like, like your play-by-play of how, uh, like, your voicemail went. Like, yeah. you're giving well, yourself it's, notes, it's, coach. Yeah, I know. Well, interesting story is that um, we had the – me and my fiance had our bridal – the bridal shower a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And they had the microphone set up in the uh, little room in the church or whatever. I actually sounded pretty damn good on that microphone. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the system or – I don't I don't know. I was just complaining today. Nobody leaves voicemails anymore. Yeah, on these, your personal cell phone? Yeah. Yeah. I get, you know, I know I get these strange calls and I'm assuming a lot of them are spam because I got a call from yes. 
uh, L.A. yesterday telling me they found the drugs in my car and the cops. Oh, I get those. Me? I get to, I get those two a day. I've never had one of the. I was like, excuse like, me. The, the, and I they don't say local to? authorities. They say local cops. I'm like, okay. no, they specifically <laughs> said L.A. And I was like, I don't even live in that state. And he hung up on. Well, he hung up on me. I didn't even get. Oh, the it was pleasure. an actual like person. Yes. Oh, because I get the robo ones. No, he was. He knew my name. Obviously, he had my number. That's crazy. And he wanted the drugs in my trunk, which I don't even have a trunk. Maybe, I have a maybe that was like a total accident. Like someone dialed like the wrong number. Get no, out of here! <laughs> Dude, that's not even no, true. that's got it. Like that. That's got to be. Like I don't know what he was. Yeah, trying exactly. To get. <laughs> what do you get in that situation? What would he get from me? I don't know. I I, I wanted to keep the conversation going. Well, to be so honest. what's what's going to happen is is that they would send you, and I've seen this because there's actually a guy. There's there's so many videos because when you get into that rabbit hole of YouTube, yeah. you see so many weird things. And what they do is they try to get you to go to Walmart or Best Buy or something and buy a one hundred dollar iTunes card and then send it to them. And that's how they'll stop harassing you or something like that. Yeah, I'm the local authorities. Send me an iTunes card. <laughs> well, so they don't. They don't say local authority. They'll they'll go as far as saying they're the IRS. And well, the IRS you, well, and that you owe money. Yeah. Well, we all know that the IRS does not call. They have they send letters. Yes, I I do know that because I, I know went that. through a shitty fucking couple years of IRS back and forth where they kept saying I owe more and more money every I remember, I think time. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, they said I owed them like $40,000 and I'm like, I didn't even make $40,000. <laughs> uh, I guess the, that's not funny, but it's funny. The, the 22nd version, this was when the market crashed and I started doing day trading. So my bank, which was ING Direct at the time, they would only mark the sell and not the buy. So if I bought for five hundred a stock and oh, sold geez. for five fifty, they said I made five hundred fifty. And mind you, I'm doing a dozen trades a day. Jeez. Oh, so I made that's ten, crazy. They, they said I made like over a hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, I wish. I think that's. An <laughs> I'll issue. definitely pay you. I think that's an issue now for all of the the crypto uh, traders. Probably. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> Did you buy Bitcoin? No. I'm in, I'm investing all of our fantasy football in Bitcoin this year. What what about that one uh like there's didn't like is there like a Kanye West one? A Kanye coin? Yeah, Kanye coin. Probably. There's a bunch of Bitcoins. We have guest guys. We, we have two we have two guests. <laughs> we that's for, that's for, guests is plural. I thought you said guest. No, we, we have, have guests. We have a guest. We have guest guys. That sounds like a terrible Oh, well, I don't know. Syntax is something. It's been a long freaking day. Syntax is something I'm very good Whatever. at. So uh, why don't we uh, start with you? Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, Jay Hopcat from Royal Oak. All right. Hi, thanks for having us. Uh, this is Adam. Uh, I'm a regional beverage manager for Hopcat. Welcome to Welcome. the show. So, Jay, you didn't tell us your position. What do you do? I am a regional beverage coordinator. Uh, so I work with Adam, but I also run the Royal Oak beer program. Okay. And Adam, do you run the Detroit one, or is that um, a different position? No, the... Each of the sites has a, a purchaser that runs the beer program. So each uh, of the sites has their own J. Right. They have their own J. J also um, oversees the Michigan sites, so the managers at the Michigan sites. And I oversee everybody. So 17, about to be 17 Hopcats oversee every single one. And 17? All, all I didn't even beer think. Related. Like, I know there is a lot, but I'm trying to think of 17. Thank you, Matt. Hello. Nice to see you. We don't <laughs> nice, care. Nice to join us. Um, Sorry, so, I got sideswiped. Oh, did you really? Yes. Oh, jeez. So we'll, we'll have to talk about that later. 
Well, oh, you're in one piece and you're drinking beer, so that's a good start. <laughs> you ever have one of those days where you know you think the universe is against you? Yes. Um, I've had one of those days where I just didn't want to wake up. Everything's fucked and everything sucks. <laughs> Matt, you Thanks were on top us. of the world the other day. You got to keep up with that momentum. I think I was so I bought borrowed all my happiness from today like 2 days ago. So now I'm in like a happiness debt. <laughs> I su- I swear to god he was going to take over the world. I am, I still am. <laughs> we were watching uh, TMZ the other day. Uh Guy got crashed into dude that crashed into him. Just sat in the car and kept drinking his bottle of vodka. So <laughs> at least he saved the beer for afterwards. Oh my god! This time. <laughs> All right. So um, why don't we start with how did you get into uh, like Hopcat? Were you part of a bar before, or did you kind of just show up and you drank there so much that they hired you? Well, I uh, I worked for a chicken chain in Detroit, okay. and uh, we'll call it that. No names. Uh, was it a big shack out front? Beer battered chicken? Beer battered chicken. I don't think we did that, but... Was it uh, a wing company of It was sort? a wing company, a very large wing company. Okay. And, uh, did they we, have the similar colors scheme? Pretty similar. Yeah, yeah, now that you say that, it's almost the same. Uh, and I heard this cool place, Hopcat, was opening, and it's there wild. was, at that time, only three stores, so I was like, I gotta hop on this. I love craft beer. I was pretty young, uh, and then I jumped over there as soon as they opened, and uh, the rest is history. And how long have you been with the company? Uh, about four years now. Okay. Nice. Yeah, right. so moved around uh, a couple different states, was managing as a it's like restaurant a manager. restaurant time. It is. It's only my second restaurant, too, so I think I'm blessed. I, I think nice. you're like the anomaly of restaurant industry. <laughs> the, the out, the outline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like even people who are higher up still hop between, you know, major chain to major chain to major chain. I mean, as much as as much as you're not major chain, like I was gonna say, do like, you guys consider? What I mean, you guys do? 17 stores is A pretty chain? big in regards to it, that's that's mid. Yeah. Almost like it's low to mid level in regards to the restaurant industry. Like anything over fifty is considered basically major. Yeah, as far as uh, you know, terminology, uh, we just like to call ourselves the the anti chain chain. Uh, you know, each hopcat looks different, has its own personality and stuff. So there's quite a bit of you know differentiation yeah, that, between that, them. That's actually interesting because I didn't even know that there was one in Port St. Lucie, Florida. <laughs> there, and, there is. Yeah, and I'm looking and I'm like, this is way too nice to be a. A hop cat that we're so used to seeing, like here in Metro Detroit. Man, that they they look all different. Uh, you know, you're uh, you're not lying because the, they got like the nice patio, the wood patio, and the the, the floral thing going here. Oh. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I even have my favorites. We opened one in uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, that had some okay. really really cool artwork that they did over uh, all over the walls, black and white paintings, mm-hmm. ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. That one looks super cool. Has a prince room, I believe, where they kind of got like a, nice. a like purple uh, you know color scheme going on in there. <laughs> um, Broad Ripple is the one in Indiana. Uh, I think that was a third one we opened up. That one's got a lot of wood, a lot of velvet paintings and stuff. Okay. Just uh, really cool looking there. So yeah, man, they're they're all different. Just kind of depends on where they're at. That's, you pre- know? that's pretty cool though. That's yeah. pretty cool. So you do you go to all the brand new Hopcats and help open them and help get them going? Is that yeah, man? Uh, that's basically uh, part of my <clears throat> job. So yeah. Uh, Jay helps out, you know, in, in Michigan, so he's actually going to help us open our brand new one, which opens September 8th. Uh, what? Be, a, be the second location in Grand Rapids, um, and Grand Rapids is where the original Hopcat is uh, from. So, so, and that's that's where the brewery is, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Two of them have a have a brewery. Actually, uh, the Grand Rapids original location and uh, Louisville, Kentucky, also has a brewery. Uh, but yeah, this the second Grand Rapids one won't have a have a brewery there, but still eighty delicious taps. 
you guys brew the same beer at both locations, or do you, are you guys also independent? Like the themes? Yeah, they're they're pretty independent. They you know uh, have a, a you know brewmaster. Um, the Grand Rapids location does a little bit more than the Louisville location does. They have a smaller you know brewing system, but yeah, totally different stuff. Uh, cool, <laughs> cool thing in uh, Louisville. They did. Uh, Man, I'm kind of brain farting on what they called it, but uh, they brewed a beer and put some Powerade in it, some uh, some, some some green energy drink or something. Baja they Blast called in it. The past, maybe? it. It was great, man. It turned out like a goza. They threw some salt in it too. It was like really cool. <laughs> so, do you guys swap recipes or, or barrels between the two so you can kind of get a taste for Louisville? Or nah, legalities won't let you. You know, really? move them uh, move them around with the licenses that we have. But so you know, we just travel out there to taste them. You know, but as far as far as recipes, the guys work together. You know, on tweaking recipes and stuff. So for sure. So did we talk about how Hopcap came about yet? Like, where was? We yeah, just yeah. introduced them. We were busy talking about uh, a lot of other things, including IRS scams and iTunes <laughs> gift cards. And then you crashed. And okay. then, then, then you crashed. I was probably crashing crashed while you were talking me. about that. <laughs> oh, Th- thanks, Dave. It, does anybody need a beer? Uh, we actually got yeah, one delivered to us. Yeah, what, this is actually, what, what is this? This is not a beer. I, I don't know why I cracked the not beer cider, first. it looks it's, like? Uh, Sir Lushington from Blake's. So, oh, okay. Bourbon barrel aged cider with uh, bourbon, bourbon barrel aged cider. Cherries, cherries. Okay. Yeah, I don't the, get bourbon. This is I'm okay uh, with it. Yeah, it's oh nice. It's pretty light on the the bourbon, just a little oak flavor in there. Um, they actually uh, started making this one for us, so they call it an exclusive. They have it in the Blake's tap room, but otherwise you can only get it at Hopcats. But That's how many people are going to want to drive a Armada? Almost all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have to tomorrow, and I'm not oh. looking forward to that. Oh, time. you're going to you're gonna be at a Cider Days I'm going to do Cider Days. Uh, yeah, yeah I'll, I'm sure I'll it's find it actually somewhere. great. It's a great fest. Yeah. I've heard nothing before? but great things. Yeah. This is the first year that I'm going, actually. Yep. It's totally missed worth last it. year, so should be a good time. I, I as a child, went to Blake's uh, sure. to go to the Orchard and... I think it's really cool that they do uh, hard cider now, so I'm looking forward to this. Couldn't get drunk back then. No, could not. (laughs) So I I have a question. Were were either of you in the opening of Detroit's Hopcat, like part of it? Both of us. Yeah, both of us. Uh What? Whose idea was it to bring, like, 35 variations of Crooked Tree? <laughs> that was from, from Dark Horse. That was like, like Saturday, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was an anniversary party that we had, like, about a year later. Um, that was uh, probably partially our, our idea and partially Dark Horse's idea, yeah. <laughs> I, I just 50, don't 50. Like, We did, what, 140 beers? And I think they, it gets to a certain point where you just... There's you run out of great ideas for beer, and that's that was a good idea. Yeah, uh, Dark Horse brought 140. It was 140, right? I think it was 130. I thought it was but, 131. Was the yeah 131 might have been the official. So yeah, Hot damn, what I didn't know what, that. what actually happened with that? Um, maybe a semi boring story, but possibly quite interesting. Beer podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, I make reference to it all the time. We'll, yeah, we'll, so we'll wander down this rabbit hole to see where it takes us. Nobody's listening live anyways. So uh besides Ken's mom. There's Shout a Ken's mom. there's a beer I contraption that uh dogfish makes. It's you know called a randall. It's like an infusion chamber, right? So you yep. just uh you put some stuff in it, you run a beer through it and it turns it into something else. So 
Um, we could have been smart and said, hey, Dark Horse, we just want, you know, 130 different beers. But instead, we were like, we want 100 different beers and 30 of them we want to be Dark Horse Crooked Tree. And we're going to run 30 of them through a Randall, you know. Um, and then the <laughs> logistics of getting all the Randalls together and placing yeah, them on no the bar kidding. and if, if, they, if they would fit and, you know, all that stuff uh, kind of became too much. And eventually we – you know, uh, ended up like talking about like, hey, we're going to have to build like this uh, piece around the bar to like house all these Randalls and stuff. And at the end of the day, we were just like, that is too much work. Uh, is there anything else that you can do? And they were like, yeah, cool. Uh, we could actually probably just, you know, do some infusions inside the keg. So we went that way and that's how we wound up with the 30 you know, fruit and different hopped variations and stuff, a crooked tree. And they already do some of them with different hops and, you know, call them different things already. So it wasn't too far off base from what they do. But, dude, uh, that uh, Dark Saturday turned out to be a really good event, though, if you guys missed it. Uh, we were, you know, pretty jam-packed. But, um, you know, 131 beers from the same brewery, pretty cool thing to do. Not uh, not too many bars, uh, you know, have the opportunity to to pour that many beers, not not that many bars, uh, have that many taps, if any, you know. So prior to really Hopcat coming into the area, there hasn't been a poorhouse like Hopcat in Michigan, like Metro Detroit. Like how did how did the idea and the concept come up? Except Brown Iron Brew House in Washington Township. Well, well Brown Iron Brew House is great, but even sixty nine taps is still half of what. They have over at Hopcat, and the the first time I ever went to an actual poorhouse was uh, West Fifty in Mississauga, and that was oh, over a yeah. hundred some odd beers, a lot of imports because it was Canada, so yeah, they yeah, had a lot yeah, of yeah. Um, European style beers, not too many Canadian, um, and I don't think their their pricing scheme was very simple. It was like one star, two, three, four, five, and then based on the size, and that was it. There was no deviation from those, you know. 25 price points because it was a yard house too so obviously you got half yards and yards and stuff how, how does beer? like yards yeah of, yeah yards but of they're beer. on the metric system wouldn't there be meters of beer i mean i i <laughs> come I, on oh I'm, no, I'm asking the serious geopolitical questions i i, Why are, how I would dare they do a yard of beer when they don't observe the foot it's like at well cfl they observe yards not meters okay but i take my beer more serious than my my the, I mean, they're probably used to, you know, conversions and stuff. So you could probably order a meter of beer and they would just be like, cool, and bring your yard anyway, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid they American. Just, they just round out of this conversation. They bring me a liter? Yeah, probably, of, a best, probably best. A liter of beer? A liter, a liter of cola? Okay, Farva. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> so how did you get into Hopcat? Uh, man, uh, how did I get into Hopcat? I was... Uh, a bit into the beer industry um, before I worked for Hopcat. I uh, started at a microbrewery. I bartended for them. They had about, you know, 10 to 12 taps. I was there for a couple of years, learned a ton of stuff, volunteered, uh, you know, brewing with them a little bit. So kind of learned the process. And, um, you know, also at the time I was uh, – I was really into cocktails, so I wanted to be like a cocktail bartender, you know, like mm. fancy giant block of ice, chip your own ice off and make people <laughs> drink. Are you uh, familiar with Portlandia? <laughs> I know that uh, show, but not terribly familiar. No, why? Well, we're going to share a clip later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, what happened was uh, uh, there was this um, Did you watch bar. Tom What's, Cruise movies yeah. as a kid? Uh, we just watched cocktails a week ago, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good movie. So, uh, yeah, I uh, 
I wanted uh, this position at a bar that um, our like umbrella company, it's called Barfly Ventures, owned, um, you know, and uh, I, I went there to put in an application and they weren't open yet. So I was like, well, I'll just go over to Hopcat and put an app in there. And if I happen to land an interview, I'll just tell them that I want to work over it. You know, it's called the Viceroy at the time. It doesn't exist anymore, but I'll just tell them that. And uh, I interviewed with them and they asked me a little bit about beer and apparently I knew too much about beer. And so they hired me for Hopcat and would never let me go back to cocktailing. And that was probably the best, uh, you know, mistake that ever happened for me. Seeing as they went out of business too, right? Was this they, in, uh, did you live in Grand Rapids? Yeah. Is that a dumb question? Yeah. So how long ago did this happen? Uh, I've been with the company about six years, so right around then. What brewery... Or do you want to tell us where you worked before? Uh, it's called Cellar Brewing Company now, but it used to be called Michigan Beer Cellar. It's out of Sparta, Michigan. Yeah, little little uh, country place. Um, they make some pretty decent, you know, beer though. Sparta is a big city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an island, I believe, isn't it? <laughs> um, I mean, I just remember there were three hundred soldiers, and they they won or lo- no, they, they lost. lost. They, they lost. Yeah, they definitely- they, they lost them. and they got a movie. What bullshit is that? 300 soldiers. That sounds about the size of Sparta. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Never heard that story. Never heard that Never story. Never heard that story. No. So is there a favorite beer that Hopcat has brewed that you guys you – know, for you guys, I guess? Um, if you're talking about the ones that they actually brew um, in Grand Rapids, you know, they do a couple special releases every year. Um, one of them, they used to call it Oil <coughs> Rigger. It's uh, now called – Oil Spiller, um, uh, that's just a Russian Imperial stout, and they do some variations of it. I believe Barrel Age it, you know, sometimes they're at Will some, they do like 31 of them? <laughs> probably not. Uh, eventually we'll have 31 uh, vintages, 31 years of it, but that's about it. But, yeah, you know, if you, if you go in there, um, you know, on a regular basis, they'll have some beers that are like favorites. They do an IPA called Beer Right Meow that's uh, pretty good. They do a Hefeweizen, uh, Tugspitze, which everyone's going to, you know, call me out for saying because it's actually how you pronounce it. But when you look at it on the menu, everyone just asks for the Zugspitz, you know. But um, that's a long been a favorite Hopcat. Nice Hefeweizen. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite, like, beer outside of Hopcat? How many people are listening? Two. Two. Actively. Currently. Actively, yeah. There's, there's going to be uh, <laughs> about, about... Ken's mom and Ken's aunt. 1,500 <laughs> to 2,000 after... Beer people, please hear me now. Um, my <laughs> my famous uh, or my favorite beer, sorry, is um, Thomas Hardy's Old Ale. Um, it's uh, an Old Ale is just like a, you know a strong ale, kind of similar to a Scotch ale that uh, you can age for a really long time. Um, <clears throat> Thomas Hardy stopped making it for several years and then started making it again, and something weird happened. It's a European uh, country. And eventually when they started making it again, uh, I found out about it and really wanted to get some, but I don't think it'll land in the – they don't release it for like three years after they brew it actually. Um, but I've tried the beer one time and it's been my favorite beer that I've ever had. And I've been on this quest to find uh, my my birth year uh, vintage, so 1982 Thomas Hardy's Ale. So if anyone out there knows one, I'm still looking. We, that's an English ale? Uh, yeah. It's so a, we have an Irish contingent. So can we throw this out to our – our Emerald Isle people to see if they can find an 82 Thomas Hardy. Sure. So I have beer that I'd be willing to trade for it. Whatever, whatever is in my cellar, I'll, I'll trade it up. Speaking of trading, let's, we'll, we'll, we'll probably take the interview section a little longer than our normal first segment. Did you guys see the ridiculous trades that are going on for drafting tables? Malo? I haven't seen those. No. 
So somebody was offering at one point a $350 bottle of bourbon for five bottles of this beer. Did Angel, did you have the Power Ranger meme on that one? I sure did. <laughs> what's Okay, okay what's a $350 bottle of bourbon? But did he really have that or was it just a joke? I don't know. I mean, it was tw- it I mean, it's I mean, a little bourbon, wasn't it? I mean, if we're talking trade, someone offered up a car, someone <laughs> traded. Wait, 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 wait. Someone offered up a car for a bottle of beer. It was clearly. Obviously, it's probably one that can be donated. but No, no, it wasn't. It was no, it's, it's like a, a 2015 joke. Ford there. The thing is. That's got to be a joke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, he did see it. They're not interested. But to say seriously, um, oh my God. The, the the thing is, is that a lot of the uh, this beer is creating such a hype that people are trading big named whales just to get this. Is beer. it? Has anybody tasted it yet? Nope. That's cool. How though, that it's, that's I have not tasted hype. it. No, no, I haven't either. Uh, we did like <laughs> five or six of their barrel aged beers for our open, and they were all fantastic, though. But I guess I don't. Maybe it's just me. I don't think any beer is worth Absolutely like, not. a car, car? losing a nut. <laughs> nope. I was just going to say, like, blowing your mind over. Uh, well, I heard a does... pretty crazy trade today. Yeah. Uh, one of our old buyers told me that he just traded a guy uh, four Holmes cans uh, or crawlers for a 12-pack or two, two four-packs of CBS, and the guy drove from Toronto to do so. What? Four crawlers from Holmes. So for... why don't you just keep going? To Ann Arbor, you would think it was probably a release, like a timed release. Yeah, it could have been something like time. that. So he probably honestly, Holmes out- is my favorite Michigan brewery outside of Urban Rest. Their shit is the most amazing. My favorite's North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, uh, just south of Eight Mile on Baseline <laughs> Road, where you can get Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, yes, they they did rebrew that. Yes, delicious alt beer. Fuck you, you weren't <laughs> even there for the release. <laughs> I was there drinking in my sorrows, watching the Miami Clemson game. Yeah. Who got the turnover chain? Was it Clemson? <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Right. Okay, new season, new you. <laughs> no. Get it? <laughs> do, do you get it, Matt? Yeah, yeah I got it. New you, season, you, new you, because it's the Miami you. Oh jeez, yeah. puns are strong today. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Uh, maybe maybe I got you from the side too soon. <laughs> so is any anyone going to like take him up on the, the trade? Is that going to happen? We don't have the bottles. <laughs> we didn't uh, wait in line at 2 a.m. in the morning for a hundred count. I saw, I'm going to say I saw that. And the, I work there. <laughs> I saw the uh, the chairs, people camping out overnight. I saw. I that. mean, it was it wasn't it, it was a nice night, so it probably wasn't too crazy to. No, they probably I mean, you just sit in line and drink all night. Yeah. What about the? I mean, Ascension know. did a release today. They did a can today. Right? They did Ascension. I think they released it in store, and I think it started. It got out a little early at eight degrees Detroit. From I what just I saw recall. sign or photos of people at their front door saying, "We're here at like six o'clock in the morning." Really? That early? It might have been eight. No, I, I'm it was totally. Hyperbolic. He was. He's like the biggest troll on the whole entire site, Shane. <laughs> Oh, Shane, Shane was, yeah. yeah, Shane oh, did that. Yeah. But he was only probably yeah, like Hudson. an hour before or so. <laughs> Have you guys ever waited in line for a beer? I mean, you pretty much can kind of like call your shots with the amount of beer that you probably go through, but I can't say I have. Uh yeah, I'm I'm kind of in this in the same uh, you know, same idea, you know, you had I I just don't wait for beer uh, you know. Well, it kind of comes uh, to you. You got to <laughs> test the carbonation of the you know the tap handle, so you got to pour a sure. little. So I've waited in lines. I have not. 
I've done. I've like written papers you while know, waiting in line. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Okay, I I waited in line once. Uh, I went to Vermont and waited at a party store for some Hetty Topper and brought some Hetty Topper back. That was the only time I waited. It was like an hour. I had to get up early, and it wasn't that bad. But I'm not. I'm gonna wait, and you know. No offense to, to you know three Floyds, but I'm not waiting for Dark Lord for sure. You, you know, make it sound like you brought back a six pack. You brought back a whole case. It, it, I made it worth my time. That yeah. was the only time I've ever had that beer, but I was very thankful. Oh, you're a fan. I'm a fan. I like it. It has hops. Ken doesn't like it. Interesting. I'm not a hophead. I'll just come out and say that. No, nope, I, th- I think Hetty Topper is one of the worst beers ever made. You guys are trash talking Hetty Topper. Just, oh, I'll do it. One person is, is trash talking Hetty Topper. We, someone, I saw the look I got somebody, on <laughs> If anybody's listening that has some, can you please just donate a, a fresh can? And oh, you know what? I think I have a can we, in my... Uh, a fresh can. Oh, yeah, I, I, Venmo, I aged it, apparently. I will Venmo somebody a can or for a can of Hetty Topper. And I want to... You know what? I, I, oh, I no, like, no. That's a lie. We drank it fresh here, and I still hated it. I think that you must have had like black licorice on your tongue or something. I don't eat sweets, so no. Well, it's not or Jägermeister. It was black an off, it was an off day, man. I drink the same beer every day, and some days I love it, and some days it's just not really for me. I think I if, if, if you if I beat you in fantasy football, I want you to drink a Hetty Topper can you by yourself. Bring it, I'll drink it. I don't care. <laughs> and I want to film you doing it. It's better than the Coco Shandy. You no, that's for Rob. <laughs> that's all Rob. Is there is there just a beer that's disgusted you guys that's come out of the market like a flavor or you know we're talking like craft or macro either or I, mean, I don't like any could... Belgian yeast so pretty much anything Belgian is hams. just like the hams. hams you watch your mouth uh, I, I think you watch your mouth I think that's probably a question that we'll stay away from you know because uh, just being in our uh, our industry what does it rhyme with it, it isn't the, the best idea to tr- trash talk people oh. even even does it rhyme with like Schmemf Forty-three. <laughs> Come on now, Charberry. What is going on here? What about styles? Is there a style that you guys will stay away from? I cannot stand shandies. Shandies. I cannot do it. Like what the, about Rattlers? I still can't do it. No. Have you tried Sh- the, the Hoppin' Frogs though? I have tried theirs. I I like the grapefruit. Okay. That was okay. the first one I think so I've ever said that I've liked. Yeah. The, okay. If if one's put in front of me and it tastes good, I'm gonna like it. I'm sure. Not, I'm not gonna be. If one one's put in front of you, you're gonna try it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> There's not one that I've ever had that I've enjoyed before. That one was pretty good. Okay. You know, I was going to say there's almost nothing that I won't touch or try or, you know, most of the stuff, even if it's not for me, I just say it's not for me. Uh, Right. I can kind of say this is um, Schwartz beer or not. uh, Yeah, Schwartz. Schwartz beers. Not Schwartz beers. What's the smoked beer? Why am I getting this wrong? Smoked smoked beers? Why? Why can't I think of what a smoked beer is? <laughs> Maybe we should ask the beverage director of Hopcat. He might be able to help us out here. You, you should ro, Roke beers. Thank you, Roke beers. Okay. Like from down the so, street over on Lincoln, like Roche beers. Oh, okay. Roche beers. Not, not Roke, is in Roke Brewing. No, we love Roke Brewing. <laughs> right down the road from one of you guys. Yes, so, from me. Um, you know. I, Smoked beers have never exactly uh, been my thing, you know, mm. but I may have, you know, I partake in whiskey every once in a while, and sometimes we have a bonfire, and sometimes you drink too much whiskey, and you sit around a bonfire too much, and your clothes smell like smoke, and so now every time you smell smoke, you get, you know, nauseous, and that kind of here, that mm. kind of really? I love that yeah. smell, so yeah, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I think it's just, 
there's not there's not bad alcohol choices. It's bad food choices with alcohol. Right. Like you can't drink Jägermeister on a full stomach. Or you can't have like sushi with Jägermeister. Yeah, but what, what yeah. if I want to taste it twice? <clears throat> huh? Like that food, I want to taste it twice. Like oh. it's almost like Epicat. <laughs> oh, come on. And you get the added benefit of not, you know, consuming as many calories. There you go. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, some people say about the cold, there's no such bad thing as bad weather, just bad clothing decisions. I think there's no such thing as bad alcohol, just bad pairing decisions. Yeah. Whether it be what you drink it with, after, eat with, or just how much of with or you drink. I, I don't kind of just drink. want to, like, bring some, like, Heaven Hill and... Arrow and some really true bottom of the barrel stuff, and uh, just Arrow. shots for you. I've nope. been on a huge mezcal kick, so That's I cannot. Favorite. I I am not gonna trash. Smoke I I, I or tell smoke you what, anything. like with with mezcals, there's a lot of like taquerias that are popping up everywhere. Like the the Hooters at 16 in Rochester just turned into a taqueria. Um, is that what that is now? Yeah, it's gonna be. Like, it says like taqueria. It's it's got like eight different things. It looks like it would be like a Greek style coney because there's so many different <laughs> uh, so many different flavors being pushed into there. Like that's that's the one thing I never understood. You guys have a big menu over there at Hopcat, don't you? A big free menu. Yeah, man. I have a yeah. Speaking of their menu, you guys have an annual fry challenge, don't you? We do. What what was our most recent record or win for fries consumed? Uh, the the winner. So uh, we do we do that challenge at all of the Hopcats, um, and then the winners <laughs> at those sites go on to compete. At all the, seventeen or just the local ones? Just all of them, all seventeen. Okay. So uh, basically, the winner gets like a, a little stipend for travel. Sure. And we try to get them down to the Ipsy Beer Fest, um, which just happened a little while ago. We get. A, everybody that won up there and they compete against each other uh so usually at the site level they eat a little bit less and when we get all the winners together they challenge each other and eat a little bit more uh the winner this year uh ate a little over four pounds of crack fries jeez like almost like i want to say four and a half pounds of you know of crack fries so gosh now what goes on crack fries uh special secret seasoning crack uh, (laughs) <laughs> There's not crack in there, but okay. let's, let's just say they're they're addictive. I um, believe they get their name from the, mostly from the cracked pepper. Um, oh. we, we, <laughs> we can we can speculate. Spoiler alert: we we can speculate what's in those, and a lot of people do do that. Uh, like to um, you know say that there's garlic or maybe brown sugar or brown sugar. you know um, stuff like that. But we'll never tell anybody. You gotta you gotta <laughs> come and just eat them. Definitely don't get garlic, but I think there's a little something sweet and salty about them. Yeah. So I found a website that has um, apparently their own version of crack fries, the recipe. <laughs> well, also, all right. I'm the 12 now. herbs and spices of KFC. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Here. I, I, got the, I got the ingredients for the fries. Alleged brown sugar. Do you guys sugar. know what's in it? No. They, they say, I couldn't I don't. live with he that does. kind of secret. Yeah, he hasn't said anything. <laughs> No comment. I, I plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. You know what? Uh, to be honest, I don't even. Are, are we attacking? Do you I, feel like we're attacking? I don't you even on this know show? anymore. We ask you for your least favorite beer. We ask you what the. <laughs> <laughs> that's all fine. I, th- I think I'm gonna go down for uh, not knowing what a smoked beer is, though. You know, that's that's the thing that's gonna haunt me. So they say brown sugar, smoked paprika, salt, ground blacked pepper. That's it. Uh, well, obviously, like how to cook. So they got like oh. peanut oil, Parmesan cheese. Uh, finely chopped basil. So, yeah, that's the... It's basil. basil. Finely chopped basil. 
There's no basil <sighs> on your fries. All I can say about that is uh, the crack Do- fries are at their prime when you're eating them with the cheese sauce, and the cheese sauce recipe is is not there. So I can say this: Did they mention the beer batter at all? Uh, yes. Hold on. So they they brought up the fr- like there's there's also for the batter. Um, so they have flour. Uh, 12 ounces Alter Brewing Company Setterline Golden Ale or any pale ale or lager. So it's kind of a wide variety of beers then. Yes. I kind of want this recipe just to like try it out, see if I I'll, can I'll, It's, it's from the website sarcasticcooking.com, All right. posted last November. Okay. <laughs> or last September, excuse me. So are they cooking ironically? Like, this tastes good. I'm going to throw it away. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things where, like, they cook, like, a bunch of things. Like, they remake um, Red Robin seasoning for you to make for your fries or something like that. Maybe I they still just... want to know, if, do they have the 12 herbs and spices from KFC on there? Yeah. Did, haven't you ever followed their Twitter? They no. follow 12 herbs and the Spice Girls. Or seven herbs and the five Spice Girls. <laughs> That's the 12 herbs and spices. So they put baby in on the fries? <laughs> Uh, more posh than baby and sporty. What's what exactly flavor do you get from well, sporty? Gosh. Gives you salty, definitely salty. Okay. I've long tried to figure out the twenty three flavors of Dr Pepper, and I nobody has been able to help me. Just, <laughs> just wait cut. a second. What about Blue Moon? What the hell is that? <laughs> Coriander and orange. Yeah. Oh, the ice cream. You mean the yeah. ice cream? <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant the beer. I was like, yeah, we are a beer show, Ange. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so what about the Superman? No. What about the <laughs> Superman ice cream? What flavor is it? Exactly. Superman flavor? No, it's Blue Moon ice cream, raspberry, and like lemon. What is Blue Moon? So do you guys do you guys have rules for the crack fries eating? Like no major league eaters can come in, or is it kind of like fair game for whoever shows up? No, man. Major league eaters are are totally welcome. That's probably the you know the guys that win it or the you know the competitors that that do it. Joey you know, Chestnut. On a, on a Joey Chestnut. Basis. Yeah. Um, uh, there, you know, there are like certain rules that uh, we have uh, to try to limit, like the tricks that a professional eater, you know, might. Um, Ooh, like what? You, I mean, just like you no know, dunking in water. Not dunking in water. We don't let people do that. We let them drink water, but no dunking. Um, in, interestingly enough, I kind of, <laughs> I probably, sh- I probably shouldn't spoil this all the way, but I guess I'm going to say it. I did see some people at the crack fry eating contest get around that rule by basically shoving their mouth with fries, taking a drink of water, spitting it back out into the boat, half regurgitated, and then eating them. Oh, that's, that's kind of wow. how they got away, uh, got, wow. got around. So that we're going to be redoing the rules this year. <laughs> Party fun. Um, but you know, like uh, at, at the end of the competition, we're like you. You gotta you got a minute to finish the fries in your mouth. You gotta put your hands down and finish them because like professional eaters will like hide fries in their hands or whatever. You kind of got you kind of got to check really? them and make sure that they're they're not you know they're on the. On See, the wait, you, what you, what I would you, get more clever about where I'm hiding them right? in my hands. <laughs> but you you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Pass. <laughs> so. That, that's just crazy. Do you, do you get a lot of people that show up to like? Wh- what's your biggest event like out of the seventeen sites for the crack fry eating? Because obviously, like crack fries is your big thing. Like when you guys opened up Hopcat in Detroit, you had like first customer or first hundred customers or whatever got a free year of crack fries or something like that. Yep. Like that's that's your minus the giant list of beers. Your claim to fame is obviously the crack fries. Are you okay? Are we? I'm just crying. I'm just crying. I was crying a little. Makes, little, makes me. He's still thinking about the smoke beer. Makes thing. me emotional to hear about the crack fries. You know? um, 
Can we get an order in? Do you have a? Do you I was going to say, yeah, order? it's kind of, Uber kind of upsetting it. that you didn't. I think we've banned Grubhub and all those. Oh. Really? Too many, too many issues. A lot of restaurants are doing that. Too many right issues. Now. Why don't you just tell us to bring some, man? No, I, I should have thought of that though. That's Come kind on. of on me. Come on, I, we we brought you beer. You know, you, you shout out did. to Holidays yes, Chicken did. Fingers. They're legit. If anyone local needs some chicken in their life, because <laughs> can't get any crack fries around here. <laughs> Does anybody need some Damn. more beer? We got, we got. Let's let's. We're actually going to take a quick break. We're up against segment one, so we're going to reset. Uh, I am going to tell you about a uh, interesting thing called Audible, and we'll be right back with the Better on Draft podcast. It's hard to put a book down when it's read to you, which is why I use Audible. I just bought this new book from last month, July 2018, Barrel-Aged Stout and Selling Out. It was nearly seven and a half years ago that Goose Island, a family-owned Chicago brew pub, sold to Anheuser-Busch. We've talked about this sale. We've talked about craft beer so many times on our show, but it was actually the author of the book, Josh Noel, who broke the news of the sale to the Chicago Tribune and covered the backlash of all the Chicago people and beer fanatics across the country that caused this craft beer war that we speak of on our show what is craft what is not but don't take it from me if you go to audible.com forward slash detroit you could start a 30-day trial and get your first audiobook for free just go to audible.com forward slash detroit or hell you could even text detroit to 500 500 that's right audible right on your phone texting detroit to 500 500 that's 500-500. whether you're a road warrior like me or prefer listening to a story instead of reading ones head over to audible.com forward slash detroit for more details and to access that first free 30-day trial with your first book for free. That means you can pick up Barrel Age Stout and Selling Out for free. Plenty of books to choose from, and you're able to listen on your free apps on your Apple devices, Android devices, and even Windows devices, along with your Amazon Fire tablets, or even like I do right on my PC. Don't like my suggestions? Swap it out for another one for free. That's audible.com forward slash Detroit, or texting Detroit to 500-500, and you can see why I'm in love with barrel-aged stout and selling out. And we are back. Episode 143, Better on Draft Podcast. That's why acorns aren't called bee-corns. <laughs> what the? It's because they're much smaller. You know, then you get the sea-corns, and then they're just <laughs> huge. No, sea-corns is it's bad because it's alliterative. That's why there's no bee-batteries. There's no bee-batteries. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, gosh. That was such Hedberg. a call. Yeah, that, that's 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 a rare, not rare Mitch Hedberg, like because you quote him a lot. Love uh, that guy. But definitely a very rare callback of his. Uh, I need some batteries. Yeah, bo batteries. So what do we have for? Uh, I already got the beer, so I'll test Crystal Vice. <laughs> what, what the, yeah, what's this? I don't you know. call it you Camp should talk Crystal Vice? Microphone so we hear you. You know, for Friday the 13th. Jason, you, I guess you can if you want. Well, I don't ever... think it's their beer, is it? Is it somebody no. else's oh, beer? Damn. No, it's uh, Wine Stefan, so it's an oh, authentic okay. German brewery. Uh, this is the Crystal Vice, which is basically oh, just a, a filtered half of Eisen. Beer. Yeah. I don't know if I should trust you and your beer and what a beer is after not knowing what, what a beer is, what a beer wants. Definitely a lot a easier needs. drink than this uh, dank wood I just opened. I'm crying again. <laughs> Making you feel a little bad. So uh, before we get into, uh, you know, continue the interview, continue to get to know you guys, we do have a big announcement. Oh. Big announcement. Big announcement. Oh, man, I've been pumped. I'm so pumped to hear this. I know you, what it is. You live next door. I do. I do live next door to this place. He's going to ride his bike. Yeah. All four wheels. Oh, yeah. Three he wheels. Said, Sorry. Yeah, right after. Oh starting a brewery next door? 
Unfortunately, no. I'm, no, I'm, we are I'm, not. I, I don't know every week. Out of all the things that we are doing, starting a brewery is probably the least thing that I want to do. Yeah. Okay, I can Actually, that. second, I think we should open up a brewery before we start a mail review. I would rather do a mail <laughs> review. I'm I think Ken. it would be more <laughs> successful than the brewery. <laughs> if you combine the two concepts. Ooh. There you go. The I mail mean, brew. The mail. Oh, oh, you even got a name. Wow. Damn, where's, the, where's that little ding, That's ding, like ding? The, here. Angela, no, hit me no, here. No, no, me no. One more time. Oh, I didn't do it. That was all Angela. For the assist. You can mute her. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> What's this announcement so that Ken, you say, Matt? Yes, Matt. So we are proud to announce that we are putting on our first ever beer fest. We will be co-hosting the Jimmy John's Field Brew Fest Saturday, October 13th. Uh, with the great folks at Jimmy John's Field. So you will so see pumped. our ugly mugs hosting, emceeing. Uh, I'm going to be unveiling some really new games that are going to be absolutely epic. Oh. Um, we've got some brewer- great breweries that are coming out. There's already some that have been announced, but we're continuing to work our contacts on top of this to bring out some great breweries, some more breweries. Um, tickets are $35, I believe. Go to the Jimmy John's Field uh, Facebook page or USPBL. What does that 35 include? Um, tokens, entry, and f- that's good times. Hang out with Better on Draft. Um, right now there are 12 breweries already registered. Um, we're going to have another 10 to 12. Um, but it is the Saturday after Nick's wedding, so come and wish him Congratulations on his nuptials, and, and I'll be uh, by myself because Tara will be. No, you'll, you're in never California. alone. You're never alone with us. Oh, she'll be in California, so it's okay. She's taking a honeymoon already with us. She's you? actually going to a work conference. We're actually coming home early from our mini honeymoon. Charity needs a vacation. <laughs> She's, She's planning need a vacation. Her vacation. She needs a vacation yeah. away from me, like not even a week after our wedding. I mean, so, I don't blame her. So we're gonna. Oh, have, you're we're gonna put a link on our Facebook page on how you can buy tickets. But uh, this this is a big step for us. Um, actually throwing these beer fests, taking, taking part in them. Uh, you know, it's definitely not us throwing it entirely. This is definitely the infrastructure on Jimmy John's field. Uh, and the USPBL people who have been yeah. absolutely gracious yes. and awesome to work with. Um, but we definitely are excited to kind of jump in the arena of hosting, getting more in, into the community. Um, we're going to want to have, you know, everybody that we can come uh, out and, and support us. And drink some great beer. Last year, I think they only had like 500 people. So we're going to try to push that. I know the winter weather wasn't great last year either. Yeah. Um, so come out, hang out with us. Uh, I promise you I'm going to have some fun games. We're going to have a Price's Right Wheel. Oh, jeez. Um, we're going to have a, a, a bunch of fun stuff going on. Any bounce houses? He's- we might have a Drinko. A, not a, a, a drink, not plinko, like plinko. Drinko. That's, if that's you have, if you nice. haven't been to Jimmy John's Field yet, not even if it's for maybe for one of the other because they do have a lot of events that do go there throughout the year. But if you haven't been there yet, I think with the baseball season at Jimmy John's coming rather to a close pretty soon, this would be a good first time event. If you're not a big baseball fan, but you're a big beer fan, this would be a good event to to step into Jimmy John's Field, see what it's it's. I'm, it's, I don't, it's an awesome time. What is a Jimmy John's so, Field exactly? So Jimmy John's Field, it's a baseball field that Just was in in city of Utica. Low minor league baseball. It's mm-hmm. it's not even it's not even minor. It's it's technically independent. You know how you have the A, double A, triple A, yep. then major leagues. There's none of that with this league. These are kids for eighteen to twenty six, fresh out of college or playing summer baseball 
in hopes, of hopes getting, and dreams of getting a professional contract. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't, you know, like Comerica, like change their name or no, something. No, no, no. So as of today, uh, what do we got? The breweries that we have are Midland Brewing Company, Blake's Founders, Brooks Sherwood, New Belgium, Eastern Market, Experimentation, Dragonmead, Brew Detroit, Arbor, Latitude 42, Drafting Table, Rustic Uh-oh. Leaf, Crankers, Cellarman's Bells. There are two more that are not quite on this list yet because they haven't fully registered, but a huge variety of beers and ciders. So not just beer. This That's is not awesome. a beer fest. That's huge. That's very uh, huge. You can have ciders. You can have mead will be there. Um, you have anything from entry-level beers like a Bells in New Belgium to crazy stuff like ex-fermentation. Anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, just <laughs> party at the Moon Tower with Latitude 42. So it's going to be a token event. Um, you know what's crazy is is that I talk to Chris from Latitude 42 all the time, and he tells me Party at the Moon Tower, which is a double IPA, sells really well at blue-collar bars. And it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because I've been to these bars that he's sold to in random BFE Ohio, and I've seen the clientele and what they drink. And he's like, yeah, they, they usually tap a keg of Party at the Moon Tower once every, like, three days. And I'm like, what? I'll tell you why. There's two reasons for that. The name and the ABV. Uh, yeah, and do you yeah. have a third? I is that not a collaboration that Ernie did? Yeah, that was uh, that beer originally was br- like brewed in collaboration with Hopcat for our uh, four twenty event Super Dank yeah. um, that we did, um, and th- they kind of flew with it, which is great. You know, totally. It's turned into yeah, one great. of their core brands. Yeah, is, right. That beer rocks. I mean, so, I, I was going to say that the name probably, if you see a bunch of old dudes drinking it, either remember the movie from Days and Confused, uh, that's what the name is from Party at the Moon Tower. I was thinking more like <laughs> Neil Young. Like, oh, Actually, you know, I was thinking Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. No, man, Wrong it's... Tower. Uh, it's, uh, you know, like uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, you know, like we're going to have a party at the Moon Tower with the kegs, and we're doing right, the, right. it. Was, yeah, it was it was the party that they had there, <laughs> the beer party at the Moon Tower. They should have uh, a really young beer called The Thing so, About Freshman Chicks. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to keep going. So at the festival, <laughs> now you guys look like you would play uh, a sport that would involve um, throwing a disc into a cage. I th- That's for, for people that smoke, uh, I think. Are you... Insinuating something See, here? I, I, was, I, was, I was more going for the beards. Uh, like, you definitely can have. confirm. Can confirm. Can you guys play disc golf? I uh, have. I don't, I don't actively play, but I will play. If not, on the, not on the regular, but I will definitely play with Jay and have played before, yes. We, uh, we're actually having an ace race at Jimmy John's Field. Same, same day. Same day. Same day as the beer. Did fest. you register for that? Because that's a, that requires registration. Uh, that does require separate registration. I did yeah. not because I am terrible at disc that is golf. Sand, that is sand. So the am beer I. Let's fest. Do it together. I I play uh, I play disc golf to smoke a cigar. That is my which, excuse to which play you disc won't be golf. able to do at Jimmy John's. Field. You will not be able to do at Jimmy John's Field. No, but you can drink. You can. You can drink. So if you do want to take part of the ace race, which is completely separate, the beer fest. Also look at that. Uh, you can enter the beer fest with the ace race ticket. However, that requires again to shotgun start. It's not going to be involved with the beer fest. It's a completely separate entity. I've been made clear that. Thus, <laughs> um, 
But the great thing is the owner's suite to Pitcher's Mound is one of the holes. So you're like throwing it down. Wait, from wait. The, that's so, cool. from, so from upper deck yeah. down to yeah. the pitcher. That's, that's like the that's crazy. like one of the, the like the eight like the 18th or whatever. Really? I, I am gonna have to bring my disc because yeah. I just want I just want to try just to see how close say, I yeah. can. You're not gonna participate. Oh, absolutely not. I'm terrible at disc golf, <laughs> okay. but I'll probably I'll probably be there the like hours early. So I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna go try yeah. this real quick. There's a you know. Uh, a disc golf hole that's actually a block away from the original Hopcat in Grand Rapids. They did it in Grand Rapids. They do this uh, art fair called Art Prize. Okay, and uh, they put a disc ba- uh, disc basket like you know up on top of this building, so it's like a story and a half or two stories, you know, up <laughs> or whatever. So for like Art Prize, people were there was like a thousand discs that you could see like kind of up on this roof and around the area and like whatever. And uh, now every once in a while you still see people throwing at it. You you know, you don't get your disc back, obviously, unless you don't make it. But it's still kind of cool that it's there, you know. It's like a blo- it's like a block up on Commerce Street in Grand Rapids. That's crazy. I think, oh, I'm actually going to Grand Rapids on Thursday. I'm going to have to uh, throw check this out for work. Throw a disc at- you know what? I, I, got, I got a disc I can lose. What are you going down to Grand Rapids for? Uh, I work in restaurant point of sale. So Bingo. I go to a lot of <laughs> a lot of restaurants across the uh, the state and the country. So I don't remember which one. Um, I'm sure I could grab it uh, during the break. But uh, like in regards to local, like we just did Bigalora, which is our our newest client locally. So been to all those. Going keto and having to go to these damn places has been it's not easy at no. all. Like go to a pizza place and it's oh, like, oh, man. I can't have any of your pizza. Ever. No cauliflower pizza? Uh, they do not do cauliflower pizza there. I am going to be making, though, a, um, a keto shepherd's buy with uh, cauliflower instead of uh, potato. Oh, p- is potato not keto? No, nope. not I, at all. But isn't uh, cauliflower a root vegetable as well? I don't believe so. Um, cauliflower? Yeah. It grows above the ground. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. My it's, vegetable knowledge it's, is like, limited. It's just like a white broccoli. Just oh, but yeah. it's a it's, white, it's, it's tasteless a, it's broccoli. A, it's a ghost broccoli. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a crunchy, tasteless broccoli. It's clear. I think it's pretty. Good. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, it's not, dude. Yeah, it is. It's like no. the chocolate to white chocolate. No. Yes. You season it really well. You can barely even know. Yeah, if you put enough salt on it to give you a heart attack, <laughs> no, to defeat no, the purpose. You, you, you light, no, you lightly salt it, and you put like uh, like garlic powder, garlic seasoning. That's really which good. is so much sodium. No. that it defeats the purpose of eating. Listen, well, hold on, hold on. It's not that much. Given Diet new meaning. You can turn it into mashed potatoes. You can turn it into pizza. It's I've, literally I've the best thing potatoes. that's happened. You can turn it into to ta- us. <laughs> tater tots. You can turn it into tater tots. Yeah. You can, oh. Yeah. We, we should, I'm, I'm gonna, so cauliflower is the new bride, potato. This is not better on diet. We need to move on to the news. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, this dank with this and all that. I don't know. Would you get well, PBR? You should you should pour some for other people. You we have guys, guests. Have they brought us beer. Why don't you offer them some? But I say, have you guys had Dankwood yet? I'm sure they have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll That's pour it around. It. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, oh, let's 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 get a guess. Yeah. What do you think the amount of beers you try per year? Oh gosh, yeah. Do so not new beers, beers, just beers. I stopped checking in a couple of years ago. Uh, per year, different beers. Not or? different. Like how many different beers do you have per year? Not new beers. So if you have Bud Light in 2016 and Bud Light in 2017, you still count that Bud Light in 2017. I would say uh, ballpark estimate 300. In a in a year? In a year. It's only in like a year. less than one a day. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I don't drink every day. Um, and if I do drink every day, likely that so you know this one is going to fall into my lap. I'm pointing at the 
blue ribbon can. The dank uh, one. <laughs> you know, I, it's on the table, so I have Don't a, hate on it, Ted. I have much. a semi cushy, you know, office position. Yeah, uh, I do try, you know, a ton of beer still. But when I was at a site, you know, I was at the Detroit site for a couple of years um, as a purchaser there. I definitely tried a beer every single day that I worked. Sometimes, you know, two just a sample. So um, on top of that, and just sampling stuff for what we brought in, my number has got to be on average way higher than that. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I must have tried close to a thousand different beers in a year. I mean, it would seem pretty reasonable, you know? <laughs> wow. What is like when, when you guys have a beer, oh, a release, amazing. a tap takeover, something like that, what's that beer and you have you to this? try? Or like if you're at Royal Oak and you see that, you know, uh, Detroit's doing a tap taker of this specific brewery because they're having this beer. What's that beer you go for? Specific beer, specific or style? beer, not style. Specific beer. You can play. I'm favorites. Let you answer that first, dude. It's that's hard, not, man. It, that's it, not trash talk. It, you can play favorites. It just depends on you know what you're going for. I think you know maybe the public that um, hasn't you know had uh, certain beers go for you know barrel aged stuff or the big things New England IPAs right now. Is it? Um, I, I can't really tell, but I think we're drifting in that direction a little bit. <laughs> How many IPAs do you think Hopcat Detroit has on draft right now? Right at this moment, um, just a guess. Twelve, twenty-two. 22. Yeah. So your capacity is roughly 20% IPA. Sure. It seems low. I mean, I think think numbers get skewed when you have less taps, but yeah, it it does seem a little low in regards to. I think usually it's like a third of the the beer tape. Oh, we have a a menu here. That's a Royal Oak menu, but I've only got 12 or 13. How many taps do you have at Royal Oak? I have 100 rotating taps. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, 70 rotating, 30 are local. There's like 10 sections, so 20 in the IPA would be pretty normal. I mean, that would be actually on the high end, you know, whatever. Your 30 local is pretty standard across the the Hopcat board for Michigan, correct? Yeah. I mean, it's different uh, from Detroit and Ann Arbor. Uh, We tried to grab a couple beers from more on this area of Metro Detroit. Mm -hmm. So Drafting Table is on there. Uh, Ellison's on there. Uh, As opposed to... Griffin Claw. Yeah. Yeah. um, Northville uh, Winery and Brewery. Uh, so yeah, we try to pull some things that were more localized than maybe Detroit. I think it's like fifty-fifty. We got those thirty taps that you know we keep on, and you know about half of them we see at all the sites just because they're you know the ones that we definitely have to have that people reach for. But yeah, each... well, what was the fastest beer that sold like tapped ever? Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're talking recently or historically. I mean, let's go recently and we'll go from there. <laughs> I can. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Sure, when you the have last a time you worked a release was. I, yeah, not in a while. Uh, we did a quarter barrel of CBS in sixty-one minutes last year. Sixty-one minutes. Jeez. It's almost like what we did with Mango Unchained. We did, but we gave it away for free. I mean, I don't know. I mean, at, at what price did you sell the CBS? Cause I think you. I don't know if you would have gotten it sold it faster if it was free. We were doing five point five ounce pours for like six bucks. Oh, I want to say right around price. there, six or seven. But you, pretty good. Sixty one minutes for a quarter barrel. You close the taps in between. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I've at least. I mean, this was at least several years ago when you know. Katie, it's only one hundred twenty pours. <laughs> yeah, give exactly. or take. Yeah. For, it's uh, about the same as you know pints. I pretty much had that tap open the whole time with yeah. a couple of uh, few minutes. You're probably breaks. just pouring it, and servers are coming to pick it up when they. Yep. 
I have seen KBS a few years ago, like at the Grand Rapids location, them just open that tap up and never shut it until Ooh. the barrel's gone, you know? Really? So. We, I've had that happen, too, yeah. at Brown Iron. There's a place in Grand Haven when we I s- went on our little beer tour. My, uh, Called Oddside Ales? No, no, no. This is down the street from Oddside. They had KBS on tap, and uh, they're the like, no one's going crazy over it. It's like, yeah, I've been trying to get rid of this for two weeks. No one can... No one will take it. I'm like, they were taking. It's a lot different on that side. I know it is, but I think it's just a lot different now, actually, because I mean, a little bit more of it out there. You know, from opening three and a half years ago to 2018, you know, we would we did ticket events for KBS just to keep it organized and streamlined. And then now, you know, we get you know quite a few barrels throughout the year, and it's like, well, not throughout the year, but you know. A couple times a year, whatever. Sure. And uh, you, you, I can put it on tap, and it's just, it's just there. I, Nobody's breaking down the walls I, to get it. I think for events like that, where you know we do the three Nicks releasing of uh, Bourbon County, you know we've done that a couple years now, Ken. Yep. And I, the, the way they, do, I'm, I'm not sure how you got, but the way they do it there, you're guaranteed from this time to this time. It's generally a week. It works out perfectly. And That's you, what, you it, bought a it, ticket. You get a yep. ticket. Yeah. You're guaranteed a pour of previous year and current year and no questions asked. If you're you, not, you have $20 for two 10-ounce pours, two, a two-year vertical, and you can go anytime wow. during a seven-day yeah. period That's to a, pick it up. That's not, it's That's not a cool. bad deal. I'm a big fan thanks of tickets. Thanks for the idea. Yeah, no, I'm okay with that idea. Did you say thanks for the idea? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can thank uh, former sponsor and still great friend of the show, uh, Three Nick Scoreboard Nicole, over uh, on uh, Ryan Park. and Nicole. Ryan and Nicole, Ryan yep. And Nicole. Nicole, one of the Knicks. Ryan, who is the uh, bar manager. Yeah. You want to talk about a mesh of characters. Three Nick Scoreboard is by far still the craziest place I've ever been to. In <laughs> Have you guys ever been there? Never. One, it's in Allen Park, so it's a blue collar. Oh, it's it's. I it's, mean, there's three locations, yeah. though, isn't there? There, there is, but three next scoreboard. scoreboard. Yeah. I frequent that area, so. So, well, two. Or do you just, like, end up? Not on purpose. My yeah. dad lives down there. Their, their tap list is rival to any non-poor house, we'll say. Um, so you're talking both domestics that for the, the local blue collar crowd, but like they're the kind of people they did uh, a three year parent no rules vertical just recently, right? Right when no rules came out this year, they did a three year, uh, vert of no rules. Ticketed? Uh, no. No, that was Jeez. a walk up port. Tickets might be out the door soon because it just does seem like everybody's just brewing such large quantities, which is a great thing for anyone that wants to shit on. You know, too much KBS being around, but I—I I mean, I—I I have my KBS. Like, I'll have it once a year, and then I'm just kind of over it. Like, I don't. There's so many good beers out there yeah. that I just don't need to. Like, I had C—I've had CBS twice. I've had it in the bottle this past release, and then before the public house did a, a showing of it. I and I just, I've yet to have it. Really? I, yeah. Ever? Ever. What? What, what do you? Ever. All of us must have a bottle laying around. I, know. I, know. I don't. No, CBS. No, CBS. No. What was that? I'm out. What, what do you think, um, you know, just what's your opinion on, like, what trends, uh, you know, in beer styles are looking like? Because, I mean, in in my opinion, I feel like, you know, although there's still those barrel-age things that people, you know, actively search after and look mm-hmm. for, and um, it seems like everything is trending a bit lighter. I mean, even myself, you know, I'm drinking lighter beers. It seems like IPAs are switching to New England, we've, which are... We've seen this trend for the past 
probably about year, year and Two a half. Years. Yeah, we yeah. we've been calling for the the high like pills, um, the pills, the Kolsch's, the lagers, like the crisp, right. the easy to drink ales, almost to like one hundred percent balance, like that light side to the dark side of all those barrel aged heavy beers. It was right when yeah, the barrel aged and the and the West Coast IPAs, the Green Flesh, the hundred and ten thousand million IBU beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we were noticing that trend and seeing that trend in the future, but the issue is is that one um, in regards to lagers, a lot of breweries like um, you know your North Center or your Drafting Table or your Rustic Leaf can't lager because that takes up a fermenter fermenter for forty five days. They can't. They don't yep. have the time to Absolutely. do that unless you have that extra capacity, that extra space. And if you don't, you can't. It's just impossible because you're losing of, money. That's, that's usually an it. extra 15, 20 days of money loss. Yep. You know, you're you're almost doubling the amount of time fermenting for one beer where you could put a whole other beer in there, sell that those kegs to, you know, outside use. So unless and we I think we see it a lot where those beers are going to contract brews. Like, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. Like, we know, um, cause you can find it on their website over at Brew Detroit. You know who's contract brewing over at Brew Detroit. You know what they're probably contract brewing, and it's probably those lagers. And, bi- and right. big batches. And, yep. yeah. yeah. Because that's, that's the only way to do it. And it's still, you know, the, the charm of your local brewery is that it's a 50 to 60 seat place where everybody knows everybody. You don't have room for a giant parking lot or, a brew house, you know, you put on your well, shit you can turn. So I, you can I put think, it right back in the can. I think this year you're seeing the the bubble burst. We've we've mm-hmm. talked about it so much times, but we just had tall grass closed today. <laughs> yeah, just heard that. I'm from closed? Kansas, so Are that they... one hit me closed. right here. No, they're yes. no, pr- season production production. Um, that's that's you have pretty to be much clear when. You... So well, what's the story? Are you, you guys are going to do news, so yeah, I, I go for it. Talk. I mean, get this into is this. our news. Segment. This is the news segment of segment two. We just don't so. have the music. Wow. Well, we don't. Well, have, I mean, we don't hold, have hold on. Hold on a second. In honor of Rob. Hold on a second. In honor of Rob. In memoriam. In memoriam. I had it. He's fine. Up. He's just at home. He's taking care of some business. <laughs> That's poor. Like somebody was just like, "Oh my gosh, Rob is gone." Maybe it's like his family member or something like that. No, we uh, we do have a little sounder that we always play for the news. So I'll make it official for you. Ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, I'll not you. Your boy. Right. My, te- my tears are working up right now about this whole thing. So. With the beer news. Uh, oh, that's yeah. nice. Nice that's little nice. official. Uh, yeah. It's like our own Tall little grass. SNL. Yeah. <laughs> this that, is the weekend update. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, I kind of saw that coming for a while um they have suspended their operations but they still have beer but they still are going to keep their tap room open right but what does that mean like how do how are they going to keep their tap room open if they're not producing producing? i just uh i kind of read through you know the article that i saw that broke today um it basically said that they were kind of in trouble with investors and trying to restructure and make things work. And it sounded like they still have a bit of time to uh, come to an agreement. So like a few weeks, but if that doesn't happen and they can't get the you know investors on board and they can't fix things then they're just going to shut down production altogether. But yeah, they said they were going to keep the tap room open. They're just not going to have cans in stores, you know, anymore. I think what's really interesting about that is that like reading into that story they they went for funding to uh, open up a production facility 
to support their regional uh, sales. And what happened was during that time that they built that brewery, uh, you're right, the bubble is getting bigger and bigger, and then it nearly bursts. And by the end of that, they were to a point where they couldn't send out beer because nobody was going to buy it because there's so much out there. Same thing kind of happened with Green Flash, right? Who yep. was going to open a tap room in Lincoln where we have a Hopcat. So I followed that very closely, and it's very similar. It's just not as big of a fall, it looks like. Well, okay, so you're from Kansas? Uh, I lived there for 10 years. I'm from Michigan, but okay. I spent 10 years there. Um, is the beer scene in Kansas anything remotely like it is in Michigan? Absolutely not, but in the last two years, it's changed dramatically. But I guess to me, I guess the, the premise of the question to me is, to, is it seems that you've got to build a following and a foothold where you're from before you expand. And it seemed to me that Tallgrass, and I know very little about Kansas except the fact that I'll probably never go there. I don't blame um, you. <laughs> I don't blame you. But, like, you know, here in Michigan, we have – Going on 400 breweries Close by the end of the year. Yeah. If you go to betterondraft.com forward slash my beer map, you'll find that out. But we can support that because we have the brewery following and the beer drinkers here. Whereas Kansas doesn't seem like you have people that have a brewery on every corner like we have here. So you don't have that, uh, what I'm a, not reputation, but like a mindset, mantra, if you will. And if you're not stable at home and you reach out to other places, if one of those other places don't work out, then you're completely screwed. You have nothing to fall back on. Well, we, we see this, you know, over and over again with breweries, I think, where they kind of overextend themselves into, you know, outside markets, um, you know, because uh, they're seeing an increase, you know, year over year. And what a lot of people have said when we see these closures or mergers or whatever, you know, is just like we didn't expect this many breweries to pop up and have so much competition. Like when we started distributing such and such a year ago, there were a thousand breweries. Now there's 10,000 breweries, you know, so we didn't really. So obviously part of that is poor planning, you know, but that's the story that you hear, but it, you know. But are those in, and we'd have to go to the list of, you know, bre- you know, beer per capita or consumption in breweries. But like, I don't think that, like if we talk about Vermont, which is like the brewery capital of the country, you know, if you start a brewery in Vermont on any street corner, I think it would do well because everybody in Vermont likes beer. Same thing with like Washington, where the community will sustain it because it's the local corner brewery. But if you do it in North Dakota, for instance, or one of these breweries that are or states rather that are like brewery deserts, where you don't have that culture of hey, let's go to the brewery this weekend or let's stop and support the local business at the brewery, I think that's where you kind of fall off. In If we're talking about Tallgrass still, that's why they're keeping the tap room open because they do have the clientele to support the tap room. I'll drink, that key, line, I'll drink that key lime pie all day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're pale ale, but it, uh, Trevor turned me on to them, one of our old guys, and uh, I started drinking all their beers, and I was like, wow, like their core list is actually fantastic. They do a great Belgian. They do a great stout. They do a great pale ale. But Nebraska is another, you know, when we open Hopcat there, you go to Nebraska and you're thinking, why are we going to Nebraska? Is there beer in Nebraska? Corn. There's right. corn in Nebraska. That's it's a college. Yeah, there's, there's a college. That's it. They have a fantastic brewing scene. Really? Really a lot of people don't know about. I, I'm, now, still, I'm still bitter over 1987, so we can't really pump <laughs> Nebraska too much. Well, 
and Kansas is very much like Nebraska, but it's uh, ten years behind Nebraska. So whereas ten years ago Nebraska, a lot of the people who are doing things there now were doing them a long time ago. Now Kansas is just getting with the times. So those are like the markets where I think are really cool for craft beer right now because my friends five years ago there would have never even picked up another beer aside from Bud Light. And now they're talking about picking up growlers from Central whatever brewing company in the middle of Wichita, which is amazing. It's a uh, shocker. But at the same time, there was no breweries there other than one for 20 years, and now there's five. It's a shocker. I saw it. Yeah. Wichita, I like that. <laughs> that. That was good. So, that was very no, subtle. I, I think it's like those – that is – uh, a certain part of the country where it just hasn't hit yet and it's now hitting and unfortunately Tallgrass was ahead of the times and now they're they kind of look like the bad guy when really they were the great guy so I, I see it this way and one, one of the big things when we talk about these issues is that the breweries that aren't at the next level, and I'm talking top ten in production. So when you put your founders up there, your Bells, uh, Dogfish Head, when you're not there, you are the you're right for the picking for a lot of these um, craft brewery buyers. So Constellation at Anheuser Busch, um, Lush Lagunitas. So those are the breweries that are going to get attracted by because the top ten aren't going to lose the market share the middle is going to lose it because the bottom doesn't have a market share to lose. Those like your drafting table, your rustic leaf, your um, you know, brown iron brew house, north center brewing, all these small breweries local, they thrive and survive based on the local industry. Therefore they're not reliant on these, you know, getting distro out. Like I know Baffin's getting distro out, but they have no I, to my knowledge, they don't have an intention of like, you know, trying to go huge, big, quick, fast. Like they're just trying to get, you know, take get sales out to produce more beer, to pump more beer, to get more beer out, because it's almost like free advertising, how your beer does in bars. But these breweries like in and I'll call it right now breweries like New Holland who already took a bite of Pop Paps Blue Ribbons money, Shorts who already took a bite of Shorts money or uh, Lush money. Um, these breweries are the ones that are going to pop. These are the ones that are going to be hurt the most, and these are the ones that are going to get their um, facilities purchased by Constellation. And that's that's my personal opinion. Not better on draft. Not I mean I am better on draft. Let's be serious. Let's let's stroke Excuse my ego me? a little. Okay, me, Nick, and Dan are better on draft technically, but it is really me. Oh my, what a jerk! <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's my my opinion. And obviously, as you guys are beer buyers, you're purveyors of beer, you purchase beer. Do you see this? Do you see something different? You know, it's not necessary. You know, you have to pay attention to these markets. You have to pay attention to these trends. I, so it's not thinking that New Holland makes bad beer, therefore they're going to get bought out. It's the fact that they're making good beer in such a cramped market that there's only so much room to improve but so much room to fail yeah absolutely i think market representation and quality of product is goes all the way but don't you think tallgrass has a very quality product i do but But there's no face in the market yeah there's no sells their beer I've, I've but never. They don't come to Michigan. They do come to Michigan. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Tallgrass does not get distro to Michigan Bullshit. according to Seeker Brew. 
Yeah, I, Secret Brew is a little bit outdated sometimes. Yeah, tall grass stuff come in. I bought oh. it at Zatuna Liquor in Rochester <laughs> Hills, just south of M59 in Rochester. Yeah, Road. I bought their key lime pie. I've drank it on this show, and you're, I might even have some in my trunk still. I mean, we get it in Grand Rapids the, the, at least. The, the trunk of the car that you got sideswiped in earlier. Yeah, ex- that, that indeed car. They have a key lime pie. <laughs> I think sour like, ale, that's fantastic. Well, I guess then that shows the fact that I had no idea. I think. Yeah, and that's true too. <laughs> Breweries like Green Flash, and we can talk about them because it's Green Flash now. But uh, like, if you look at their representation in the market and their quality of product, yeah, they make great beer, but they make what four IPAs and then a Belgian, a Belgian, and a stout. And in this market, there's already a huge IPA grab from the Michigan breweries. So are there a lot are... of IPAs in Michigan? I haven't noticed, <laughs> <laughs> but. Like, I mean, does, like, Bell's make an IPA? Right. Or does Shorts? Oh, or... you know what? No, Larry's Latest. That's 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 an it's IPA. Sour. No, there there's a, there's a Larry's Latest IPA. Is there but really? Yeah. That's one thing where... It's the latest yeah, the, one. the beer is great, but I, I don't... Green Flash is there, but it's not really there. But hold on. So I have... that. I think that segues into one of the other horses that we always beat, the three-tiered system. Right. Because when someone approaches you and Roy Loke and says, hey... Buy these beers for me. Green Flash is like the bottom of their necessity bucket because they have all these other beers that they have to sell for. So, and I don't think Green Flash ever employed a local rep. They just had their distributors rep their product. So they would come in and or say, or a state rep who has the whole state to cover. So you may see them yeah. once or twice a year. Did they? I mean, I don't need someone to come knock on my door, but if. Someone's not there informing you, then you might forget. Ange, did you ever have anybody except your powers rep talk to you about Green Flash? Uh, Green Flash was powers slightly before my time. Okay. I mean, they, they a... came in and came out so quick, and I was still... they literally just pulled out. You were you were still there. yeah, but I, at that point, like they haven't they haven't been active so no. in our market for at least a year, maybe more. Like the last time I remember. Being excited and I actually just wore the shirt the other day was uh, the treasure chest that they did for um, one of the higher ups had right. breast cancer, so they did this like great IPA with hibiscus and it was a big deal. But that was way back in 2016, and since then I haven't heard a word. They so. they did that in 2017. <laughs> we didn't get, but we didn't get it. Yeah. So I don't know if we just chose not to buy it See, or if our well, distributor hold on, didn't hold on, offer because it. I'm I'm gonna throw another another wrench into the oh, thing. Yes. Is is that love wrenches? Do you that think that us? Because especially in Detroit, but even Michigan, Michiganders buy Michigan oh. products before anything else. I mean, there there's you know multiple facets to why people don't survive, and I think the brewery rep, you know, be you know being out there and uh, you know reminding people about the product is one thing. thing too, you know, you know, I, yeah. Um, uh, the, Staying the, up with the trends. I mean, West Coast IPAs are not in style anymore. You're you're not wrong. You know, people you know drink more, not more Michigan beer. You you'll even hear you know certain breweries that come into states around when they get near Michigan because there's so many you know breweries here. People will decide to go to the states around us just because there's a little less competition than there's here. You know, so you're definitely definitely right. So what's your thought on the shorts fiasco that they went they expanded out of Michigan and then they almost immediately contracted pretty much back. Yep. Do you well. Got- I think they thought their outside market was big because their beers were actually very good trade value. 
Um, and as much as here you go, Ange, uh, as much as we don't talk, you know, they, they're not looking at trade value like, oh my gosh, <laughs> but they're looking at trade value as companies are saying, or not companies, but people are saying they want their beer and they can't get their beer. And sooner or later, you have to decide are you going to expand or not? And because they have that brand new facility up in Elk Rapids, uh, they needed to. They needed to fill the tanks, and therefore they needed to um, actually yes. get. Oh, oh yeah, he, yeah, he needs to get his fix first. <laughs> Need a little more of that. Oh, oh, we yeah. busted out this a is, big one. Is, what what yes. did we bust out here? They took a shot. The man, outside you know what I mean? uh, deleterious, 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 deleterious. I don't, I don't know the right way you can to pronounce, pronounce it. it. Delete. You want. Hey, hey, isn't outside the one that has shady, nasty, but everyone can't figure out if it's shady, shady nasty, nasty or shady dynasty nasty. or? <laughs> I want to try their. Th- I believe their that's another Firebird or whatever. I think they have a. F- they have a few that we can't figure out exactly uh, what. That shady nasty is another. It's probably sunny beer, right? They're all always sunny. Yeah. Funny yeah, this one. This yeah, we one did. So we did uh, over at One Eyed Betty's, and it's always sunny. Trivia sponsored by Saved by the Bell trivia this weekend. I saw that. I was not like I. I've seen that show on syndication so many times, but there's no way it wouldn't be like how I did at How I Met Your Mother trivia. Did you go to that? No, I didn't. I just answered all the questions and Rob's when we were driving to uh, the festival. Oh. <laughs> Anybody catch the rap and tap they did last week? I, I did not. I saw a little you video. Of that. that was good. Uh, probably the best beer event that I've been to. They, in the they've last already few announced years. the second Since one. That's a no rules party that you threw. But oh, well, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. The winter, the winter one is going to be good, and I think they're all going to come prepared this time. Do you think they're going to like have cameos? Cameos. There were, already was cameos, and I think they're only going to get better. From my inside knowledge of the situation. I, I think we need to figure out a way to cameo that. So we are going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. Right back. Right back. Right back. White, White brain. Back. Yeah. Better on Draft Podcast. Hello, this is Ken. Better on Draft episode 143. <laughs> uh, definitely some interesting crosstalk while we are uh, <laughs> no kidding. all muted. So really really quickly, Thank before goodness. we, because I know Matt's got the five, the, yeah, the I mean, bu- we, we have the, time. We have the time. budget version of five questions. Yeah, we got twenty minutes before the show. Yeah, the side uh, version. Do you guys get like a lot of people that come in and ask? Because obviously, this is craft. Your your place is craft beer oriented. Do you oriented. guys get a, a, oriented? Whatever. I'm oriental. I'm slowly <laughs> drunk right now. <laughs> Fuck it. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, this yeah, that odd side's really great. By the way. Um, what a treat. I know. 13%? I, I, yeah. I think they just released it. We don't drink anything. Yeah. This is a special we, release uh, today. We oh, is it? And yeah. Brown Iron, too, and I'm kind of busy all weekend, nice. so I was like, well, I guess I'm not trying that. I wanted to make sure that you worked there. So, I love your guys' brewer. Oh, hey. Oh, awesome. Ryan? Yes. There you go. <laughs> I met him uh, during the uh, Brew Pub Club. Uh, I don't know. If you know about that, but there's a couple brew pubs. <laughs> Sounds exclusive. I don't know about Uh-oh. it. <laughs> so, oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no. Oh. It's it's. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to blow the secret of the brew pub. Oh, pub, so there's a you thing. You should blow the secret while you're on air with a mic. <laughs> well, uh, there's a bunch of brew pubs in the area, and uh, they all get together and brew beer together. Is there a, is there a password? I don't know. No, I stumbled upon this party one, one day. And are, they like, are they home Beer brews? one. Like, uh, you guys Oops. are just brewing Oops. your small batches? It's no. Not going anywhere? I had nothing to do with it. I stumbled upon the party one day. Uh, it was you guys, uh, Royal Oak Brewery, mm. Detroit Brewing Company, 
And hanging out with Justin Riopel. Yeah, hot water in the park. What is a Cajonan? the hell? What? I am gonna kick Ryan. Great Baraboo. <laughs> Looks like uh, Angela knows what she's doing next. Uh, sure expects to work on Monday. I did not know that. So, so I was at this bar. It's called Shores in St. Clair Shores. Yes. Yeah. This guy asked me, "Hey, what do you think about the beer at Great Baraboo?" And I oh. proceeded to lay in it because I don't think it's very good. Okay. And they said, you know, we own that place too, right? And I was like, <laughs> Shorzen owns Whoa, that? I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> well, I mean. I, thought, I think it's okay. I, I think it's Honesty serviceable. Is the best policy. It's, it's kind of like Granite City where you're not going there for the food. You're more going there for the atmosphere. You're not going there for the, the beer. beer. You're going you're there going for the, the food and the yeah. atmosphere. Okay, well, that's yeah, but fair. Shorzen is going to extort you for macaroni and cheese. Well, you have, you have Granite City, City now who's doing a lot of brewing in state. Uh-huh. Like yeah. from from what I've gathered, that they're actually doing more than just their cons- like their you like you're holding your contract. Yeah, like, you're you're, uh, you're holding your tongue yeah. a little. So there's, I don't. There's I don't, some stuff behind that. You know more than I do that I don't Grand love. <laughs> they, from what I understand, they're on the same program as uh, BJ's Brew House, which is like a big West Coast thing. Yeah, kind of like where Red, they Red brew- Rock or yeah. something like that. Yeah, or they, Rock Bottom, Rock Bottom. Yeah, That's, I they said Red Rock, and you knew I meant place, Rock Bottom. And then they send it out to the okay, locations and have somebody. Firm, like they have a fermentation specialist, mm-hmm. and that's all they do. Wait, so they send wort? They yes. send wort out to the uh, stores. They like did. Granite, uh, City. Granite City in Michigan now does not because there was a whole thing as to why they could join the Brewers Guild. Uh, because did they or did they not? They they are in the Brewers Guild. Oh. They go to festivals, um, but they also bring non traditional Granite City beers. So, I, I've been to Granite City before. I have. I was the first customer at Troy. I have a nice gross growler. I love those gross, like the the nice pop-offs. glass with the uh, swing, the pop offs and the. Tops, st- oh yeah. yeah, I I'll be honest. I think that's literally the worst place in the world. I think I had a bowl of mac and cheese for like eighteen dollars. You know, I own and that like, place, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had like a twelve dollar Cosmo, like an eight dollar. Well, I had a date. Okay, that's why. Okay, <laughs> I was previously in a relationship. It was like $12 for a Cosmo, $8 for a 60-ounce beer, and then it was like $20 for a plate of, like, fettuccine Alfredo, whatever their version of it, in, like, this oversized, like, tipping bowl that always seemed like it was going to fall in your lap. The uh, the the food itself, I think, has gone downhill from the original, uh, the original tastings, but I got to go, like, prior to them opening because my God, it was, like, it's one of those, like, long, like, friends... Brothers, girlfriends, whatever. Ferris's brother saw him at the 31 Phil Avers last night. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think their food program's gone down a little bit, but when it originally opened and they actually cared, um, I think it was pretty good. Now, in regards to Granite City in Michigan, obviously they make more beer here uh, to be part of the Brewers Guild because I think that was the whole thing. Well, you should make a certain amount? You can't. No, it's not, not a certain amount, but the, the, the way they were brewing beer by just importing wort from their major facility and fermenting it uh they had to actually make beer here so like full process start I to why end they wanted i mean to be a part of the guild l- look so bad. i don't i don't uh man this is this is gonna be a tough one absolutely nothing against speciation at all i love speciation but i mean isn't that the same thing and they're part of the brewers guild like speciation just gets wort from other places brings it back to their joint and either you know douses it with wild yeast or you know whatever they do they're still part of the year that's so weird that that's a couldn't tell you yeah that's 
I'll I'll, 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 I'll follow that. I'll follow up with uh, our, our contacts at the Brewers Guild, and we'll get back with that official answer <laughs> next. Well, it's like next week. That's kind of almost getting into territory talking about gooseries, right? Like they bring in. Yeah, some, lambics to blend. Some then, of them. Yeah, but I mean, that. Uh, well, are there gozeries locally? Not here. But oh, so just, yeah, I'm saying it like, in terms process. of the conversation. We, need, we need to start talking. We do have a question from the chat that good idea. wants to uh, get to you guys. And what is your opinion on brute IPAs? I don't know them well enough yet. Um, you know, I, man, I've only had one. I can't even remember what one I tasted. Um, but I'm excited for more of them to come in and be able to, to try more. Um, I know, you know, a little about the process was like they use the enzyme that, you know, is, um, kind of helps lighten up some of the stouts and stuff like that. I don't see why you wouldn't apply it to other styles and see what you get. Um, a dry IPA sounds like a great thing to Isn't me. Is this a West Coast IPA though? Uh, I don't. Like a bandaid on your tongue, kind of rip it right <laughs> off. I don't think it's the bitterness that does it. It's just like the. The sugar, you know, content and it basically it like brings the it breaks up the sugar finer, so it like brings the gravity down. The mouthfeel is lighter and it's a drier beer. Drafting tables, Space Force One, uh, I think that was the name of it. That one rocked. That's the only one I've had. Do you think that's gonna be the next like style of IPA to? to you know, uh, we've you know been speculating about that. Um, I don't think it'll be obviously take off as big as New England's, um, but who knows? Maybe it will. I do think it'll have its uh, its little heyday. I think uh, probably right now, you know, in between the the you know we went from barrel ages and into New England's, and right before we get into brewed IPAs, the the step that we're on right now is glitter beer. You know, like we're going through yeah, the glitter beer. Has phase. that one really taken yeah. off though? I think it's. I don't it's think. Niche. I think it's, it was niche for like coming. two months. It's coming. Do you Still guys coming? Well, do you think that? New England are, you, are you doing one currently? <laughs> Do you, the, the Hopcat, a big, I don't, wave, a big wave of the, glitter the hop, coming from Hopcat. The Hopcat, uh, you know, isn't going to brew a glitter beer. I doubt. Although, actually, that's not a bad idea. I but couldn't get Ryan to do one either. We do want to. We do want to do um, kind of this uh, this, like new, this New Year's event where we have some time tappings, and I'm I'm dead set on getting a glitter beer for midnight time tapping, just so that way everyone can have a, 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 a great have, one. have a glitter beer. Yeah, definitely the strawberry do, for do sure. Do you guys think that New England IPAs are here to stay? Do you think that that's your always going to have a couple of lines of them or do you think that's just another fad that's kind of i'll let you leave a couple in its wake man for sure i think that it's here and you know it'll go in waves they might you know fade out a little bit i mean nothing ever disappears right it kind of just goes in waves i mean we kind of went through like the the phase with session ipas you know came out and everyone was doing their version of that and then it went went away a little bit but everyone's still you know all day ipa from founders is still you know uh a big seller for them. Um, I think New England's are going to stick around. Maybe not as much as they are. I think they just again because I, I just saw a post on my way in from, I think, Oddside did a, a collab with... The uh, Cat Whiskers or whatever? No. I don't know. I, I, I should have paid more attention. Anyway, <laughs> it looked like brown dishwater. It did not look good, but they were holding it proud. Like, hey, check out our hazy IPA brewed with mangoes, blueberries pizza whatever else like anything to right. like you Wait. know what i'm saying so like the new thing is just going to be like throwing all these adjuncts into Dude, the hazy I, ipa i just had um a new england ipa from uh big lake brewing 
um, and it was a blood orange, you know, New England IPA. And I didn't think that, you know, I was going to love it. And when I drank it, I was like, holy crap, this is a good beer. And, you know, I really don't say that very often. I mean, this is kind of weird because maybe I'm maybe I'm just into that type of beer now. But uh, when Brewdog put out Elvis juice, it was like their New England. It's a New England, right? Yeah. And it has a uh, grapefruit in it, I think, or some type of citrus fruit. And I thought that beer was phenomenal, too. So I think the adjuncts uh, maybe, you know, what about milkshake IPAs? Is, isn't going to be the worst. I think that I think we're already over the milkshake slash smoothie IPA. Over no, I think I we're near starting. Yeah, I think I think, I think, I think we're near the like we're getting close to the precipice of like how far it's going to go. I think the New England IPA is just such an anomaly in regards to how big it exploded, how big it has become, and where everyone's gone that we'll never see a trend like that again I in disagree. beer. I disagree. I think the seltzer waters are oh my bigger public. There's a seltzer beer on. In uh, a couple of bars no, right you're now. Muted. I think we're so definitely just getting over that bump. I only saw one seltzer beer, and it's the only one that I've seen. Is I think it's on at One Eye Betty's and Hopcat, and that's the only one. I, I don't even know how I can tell you, talk to you because am I am I back to back in action? Yeah, you're back in action. You should you know use your headphones. You would know that you were just banned for ten seconds. That's all. <laughs> I was in the, I was in the timeout pool. I um, uh, so my put, thought is I think that every. Um, Every style ebbs and flows. You know, West Coast IPAs, they all came in, a couple stuck, and then most of them went back. I think the same thing's going to happen with your hazy IPAs. There's, you know, the whole wave comes in, a couple of stick on taps. What do you think, besides M43, would be the what, one or two that you would keep on, on tap? Deflowered. I was going to say. <laughs> is this, this is drafting table, right? Uh, Witch's hat. Uh, Witch's hat. South Lion. One, yep. Yeah, uh, this is, you know, um, a, a bit different than M43 is, uh, but definitely exceptional for the style. Um, you know, sometimes we look at those draft lists and we're setting up local 30s trying to figure out, you know, what we put on for each style. Uh, this one definitely pops up, you know, more often than not. Not a cop was really good. Which one? It's There's like five of them. The second? No, the second was the, the bad one. Second, so okay, first the or third? third? Might have been the yeah, third. the third. The third one that tastes like straight up Sunny D. Oh, so good. Sunny D, that tastes, that, that sounds great. I love Sunny D. <laughs> um, so, the fun question we always ask. Milkshake Glitter IPA. <laughs> Milkshake Glitter New England style IPA? It's coming. Lactose, it just sounds like something haze, a stripper would have with, o- with Oreo. Cookies. Yeah, that sounds. That's just, we can just rename glitter it. Glitter stripper IPA. The stripper IPA. <laughs> glitter milkshake, orange juice IPA. <laughs> with it, I think it's yeah stripper IPA. So the funny question sometimes you ask is, if you had this beer in your fridge, and a friend came over and cracked it and just drank it nonchalantly, and he you had to hit this guy because he stole that last beer. What would that beer be for you? I have I've had this happen before. Oh. It was so many years ago. I can't remember what it was, but, I was, but man, I was so mad about it. Um, you know, but thinking about my cellar right now, um, I still have um, I still have a few beers down there um, for my my trip to Belgium. Um, why am I brain farting so bad today? It's the it it's the microphone. Thomas Hardy, nineteen eighty two. No, definitely not that one. Uh, what's the are, are you saying that if you had one bottle of that in your fridge and I came over and I drank it before you got to drink it with a straw? 
Well, I mean, I don't, I don't have the bottle yet, but yeah, absolutely, I would be really mad about that one. The one bottle that I actually have that I'd be mad about is I, I have some West Valletta and Twelves uh, still. So if someone came over to the house, popped into my cellar, and drank one of my Westy Twelves, you know, that I got when I was down in Belgium, I'd be a little upset about that. I wouldn't kill anybody, but I would, I'd reach for your wallet at the, least. The beer's okay. Uh, yeah, f- for sure. It's a, you know, it's a Trappist, but it. Uh, it's hard to get, you know. Get your hands on it. Have you been to the Belgian beer fest at Ashley's? I never. I've never actually been out there. I really would like to go though. So it's not a tokened event. It's ticketed. You go in and you drink whatever the hell you want. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a VIP section that you can spend on a very, very, very rare Belgian beer if you want. But the rest of the beers itself, like. You can go in there if you're a Belgian fan. I know Angie's. I know she loves that Belgian yeast. Uh huh. Um, any double, any triple Flanders Red, Eau de Brune, anything like that that you're gonna get, you're gonna have 80 beers to choose from, and you're gonna be in heaven. Listen, um, I've had. Okay, I'll listen. I've I've had my fill of Belgian beers. Uh, so we we spent we spent 10 days in Belgium, right? Uh, we went there, we drank some Belgian beer, and then we ate some Belgian food, and then we drank more Belgian beer and more Belgian beer and more Belgian beer. We went to this Belgian beer fest. We were probably there for about three days. I love Belgian beers, but we were so sick of, like, sour beers and Belgian yeast in every single style. And then all of a sudden... Welcome um, to my life. You know, uh, we, we saw this glow, you know, come down, like this godlike glow on this tap handle, and we couldn't believe our eyes. But in the middle of Belgium, at this Belgian beer festival... A tap of West Coast IPA from Green Flash was there, and, and everybody wow. from Hopcat ran over and, circle. and we quenched our you know taste buds off of the you know the Belgian uh, yeast. yeast. This and sounds like the perfect children's story. I hope you get this published. <laughs> no, it was, it was really good. And then you know, come to find out, like uh, they were, I can't remember how it exactly worked out, but Saint Fulian was basically contract uh, brewing for them, the West Coast IPA, because I think they were. They're shipping it over there at first, and then it was kind of like, you know, a quality issue. And then they said, well, we'll just have St. Foulian brew it for us. And then they were brewing, and the ingredients were different than the American ones, and it, it didn't taste the same. So eventually what they did is Green Flash would ship their own ingredients over there, have St. Foulian, uh, Foulian brew the beer. Um, that way it would be, like, you know, authentic and, uh, you know, American. And now that I'm thinking about it, man, that must have been expensive. Yeah, maybe, no maybe, kidding. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's, that's why a- they went out. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, Hopcat, you guys are located all over. Obviously, you represent Royal Oak. You represent all over. Um, are you guys open seven days a week? Seven days a week. Full food menu? Full food menu from open to close. From open to close. What time do you typically close? Uh, Royal Oak closes at 12 o'clock from Monday until Thursday. And then, I'm sorry, Sunday until Thursday. 2 a.m. Friday and Saturday. Detroit, I think, is 1 a.m. What's, Sunday through Thursday, and then 2 a.m. on the weekend. What's the Midtown crowd versus the Royal Oak crowd? Amazing. Yuppies. You like Midtown yeah. or you like Royal Oak? I live in Detroit, so I'm impartial to this question. I but I think too. that <laughs> I think generally uh, the Detroit sees the beer drinking crowd. Uh, we see this, you know, Royal Oak nightlife crowd a lot. Uh, you say there's a big difference. Too much gel in their hair and the hey, no, what's no, going no, on? no, 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 no. Get a lot of Not people asking for Bud Light and Bud. I think we see the nerdier crowd in Detroit. Nerdier crowd, like the beer we're beer nerds. nerds. We're not snobs, you know. So I actually, I, I like that. That's better. We're the nerdier crowd. I like that, uh, and I think we see the nerdier crowd in Detroit personally. Hmm. So if you had a magic ball 
and you're able to look into this magic ball and you're like, what is the brewery to pull off the next, we'll say, Old Nation? Hmm. Oh, shit. Exploding that big. Tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Damn. you're done. Bam, you're bam. done. What would be the brewery you think in Michigan that could repeat the 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 old nation, the hype, the hype? The the, hype. Cuz I mean, you got to have that. You can't do just one good beer cuz old nation was M43 and that was a continuously produced beer, like not still, a once once still release. Is. Still is. Yes. Still is. Not not like a once release, but what brewery? No, you're muted. I don't care. You're done. You know what? I'm, I'm going to even, in case I accidentally unmute you, you're muted. You got one, Jay? You're thinking of somebody? I, who I, do you, like, like, who do you see or who do you want even? Like, who who do you love so much that you just want to see them the, succeed? The, the next breakthrough brewery. I think they've already broken through, and I think they already do amazing things, but Witch's Hat? Witch's Hat, okay. I had a say, feeling you were going to say that. I, I don't know if it's because of the release tomorrow. Or are they doing a release? I did not know. tomorrow's tracks. Well, it oh, sounds like they need a good tracks. social media. First first of all, let's let's time out real quick, because I'm going to tell something to shock you all, and I'll even unmute Matt a little. Um, <laughs> I had my first ever, I believe, what was the variance at Summer Beer Fest? Was it Night Fury? I think it was Night Fury. They had the variants. I hate pepper beer. I hate anything spicy. I'm about to say, yeah, spicy. And their ghost pepper Night Fury was on point. Really? Not hot. No heat. Like, you got that, like, oh, here's the flavor of a ghost pepper, not the heat of it. Their coconut one that they had, which I love coconut, was God awful. <laughs> I disagree. With no rules on the coconut. <laughs> yeah, you like the coconut one at I the did, yeah. the summer fear fest. Yep. Do you have taste buds? Yeah, actually, females have better taste buds than males. That's so. true. Dang, I love dang. coconut, and I, I'm sorry, I hate coconut and everything except for beer. But she smokes cigars every day, so I love that. cigars. So, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? <laughs> I don't you think she's curly whites are smoking? Listen, here's my here's my piece on. So you got witches at they. They nail every style. It doesn't matter what they do. I just everything I've had from them style wise has been great. I think Witch's Hat is a good call. I'd really like to see Drafting Table blow up better. That their, is, yeah, yep. their beer is super excellent. Ellison. Um, I'm I'm a little partial more towards my neck of the woods, but I definitely have to say I think Tapestry Brewing and Bridgman is definitely super underrated. All their beer to me is super super solid, and they've they just don't have that. You know, that one, uh, you know, exploding beer that happens, that old nation type thing. And with that being said, I'm going to just say cider and mead. My number one I that, I, that I think is going to, is going to pop really, even though it's cider and mead is Cellarman. Cellarman. Yep. They, they are definitely friends of the show. And they're we, doing I, beer too, right? They, they actually do beer. Um, their beer isn't necessarily their specialty. Uh, I love them, but being honest. Um, their uh, thrasher, thrasher. There you go, and and the toffle, the thrasher and the toffle, and that that summer stout, that summer stout. All th- all three beers that they had at the Summerfest, people loved. We, you guys, open up one more can, and uh, I, my glass is empty, so we're gonna need to pass this over there it's to get it filled. Um, yes, it's a deflowered. It's not paid. Okay, let's just give me a half pour. There's a it's little really stout. great though. Can I give you the actual? No, I mean, but Adam's right though. Cellarman's. Uh, I just did a cider dinner this week, and it was not a gluten-free dinner. It was just ciders with I food. Saw that. Did it go over well? It 
I mean, we didn't sell a ton of tickets, but it went over really so well. So you ready for a gluten-free dinner I, that has a beer pairing that goes with everything? Yeah, we can do that. Brewery Becker. They deglutenize every single one of their beers. So technically, legally, they can't say gluten-free, but the parts per million of gluten or whatever is so small that it it's Nobody not can. celiac. Nobody can. I mean, even if like New Belgium's the gluttony, it all just says gluten removed because yep. there's no like true so process. So every single beer in Brewery Becker's arsenal, arsenal is deglutenized, no matter what. And can I tell you the actual the, the right answer for the next brewery to blow up? Right at oh okay oh. sorry hold on hold on he hold got on. unmuted he's yeah. ready hold on hold Let's on so mute 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 what all right it's actually going to be brewery of Avant I know that they really no, see what's what I wanted see, to say that but they I mean they have can they have infrastructure they have distribution but what they don't have is that beer like an M43 that everyone's do. chasing no but they they brewed some phenomenal they do no, they brewed IPAs really this good. summer they were just super small batch it was the rituals it they, was so bomb they brew good beer but they but, but they have the infrastructure, unlike Becker and Sellermans and whatever you said. Because Sellermans has the ability to increase. Well, what I'm saying is, so big. Levant has the name, the ability to say, you know, if they, you know, if they hit that lightning in a bottle like M43 did, they could go from like the t- ninth or eighth biggest brewery to like number four overnight. Like that. Do, you, that high. do you know why I th- think that you're at least partially right with Levant? Because I look be- this beautiful. Right? Because you know they do super good beer, but they're one of the few places that aren't overextending themselves in any manner. They kind of are still in that, like... I agree with that. We, we brew for us, Turtle you know, type shell. of thing. Turtle in the shell. You know? They do an amazing food menu, too. Yeah, that's true, too. And they're sustainable. I, one yeah. of, so, yeah, so like Vivant, as people. well as you mentioned Tapestry, are two of the only places I've ever been to where I've tipped waiter or waitresses or waiters in beer. Because I had just came back from Three Floyds and I had two day old zombie dust. And oh, I literally God. said, I can give you 20% or two bottles of two day old zombie and dust. And they took it. Huh? They all took zombie dust. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> People eat that shit up. Yeah. Oh, hell. I, I lost a bet to uh, my regional manager, not you, but uh, I had to go buy him gumball head and zombie dust. I love that. Gumball was it. Head. That, was, that was good beer. Yeah. yeah. Gumball head's amazing. Very good. So that's going to do it for us. Episode 143, Hopcat. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate the conversation. We appreciate your outlook. Um, Obviously, you guys bring us definitely a different outlook because you are on the bar scene. You are on the the The, purchaser scene. The the front line. These are like my people. They're they're Angie's people. Uh, that's going to do it. Don't forget to check out all of our sponsors, North Center Brewing over in Northville, Michigan, Brown Iron Brew House in Washington Township, as well as Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills. Guys, we're hosting a beer fest over at Jimmy John's Field. Go check it out. October it's the 13th. Jimmy John's Beer Fest. I'll be wearing October my uh, Beavers jersey please, that please day. Don't, please don't. Please don't. It's the baseball team over there. Uh, don't forget again, plural. check out check out the uh, the Audible that we are uh, being sponsored this month by Audible. Matt, did you have something or Nick or is that or are you kind of just? I, well, if this gets posted before Saturday, I'll it be won't at, get posted before Saturday. I know, Saturday. but I'm just gonna throw it out there. I will be at Cider Days tomorrow. All right, Nick will be at Cider Days if you find them. I'll talk um, about. We'll talk high about five it. Them. Yeah, if you, I'll be wearing a football jersey of some sort. All right, you little fellow. You know, you, yeah, you have a, a better guy. you have a better on draft shirt, but sure, wear a football jersey. Yeah, I'm gonna wear the Thanks, Ham- I'll wear my Hamilton Tigers Cats jersey. 
Ah, he mutes me. You're a jerk, dude. You can That's be heard from the next studio. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we appreciate you all joining us again. Episode 143. We've been doing this for almost three full years. We've got our three-year anniversary coming up soon. We're going to be doing something fun for that. Stay tuned. Nick, you're still muted. And no matter care. what you think <laughs> of your beer, we think it's... <sighs> Better on draft. Have a good night. Peace.